Okie dokie, this is your Maniac Mentor Motivational Minute with your host, Matt Aponte, and this is episode number 27. Ah, I got my voice back. Yeah, I know. Some of you that uh, try and keep up with me every day are were probably thinking, dang, Matt, where'd you go for a few days? Were you slacking off? You probably thought, like, he gave up. That's it. He threw in the towel. He couldn't keep up with it anymore. I knew I shouldn't have trusted him. Well, <laughs> the truth is I, I lost my voice. And whenever I did try and do a podcast, I sounded like a 13-year-old boy that was just starting puberty. But then it wasn't like that all the time. Sometimes the voice would get deep and squeaky. And it sounded like there was something inside of me trying to get out that wasn't of this world. I don't know, I contemplated on going to a priest, but uh, it cleared up after some hauls and uh, some just resting of the voice. I don't know if you can tell now, it's still a little little raspy. So I took a break, I rested up my voice, and I'm back, baby. So here we go. Now in this episode, we're going to change over to specifically business. So if you uh, remember, in the past few episodes, I've been talking about motivation, goal setting, and attaining and is inspiring you to be a, a better person. Well, now I want to drop some biz knowledge on you. And in this session, we're going to talk about this. My friend, it's time to cut the cords and fire your worst client. Visit ManiacMentor.com and connect on Instagram at ManiacMentor. Yeah. If you're a business owner that provides services to clients, then I think you know what I'm probably talking about. We've all had them. We've all hated them. And the fact of the matter is is that we created them ourselves. What am I talking about? Well, I'm talking about that one client that you just hate to hear from. Your pulse literally starts to race when you see an email from them or their phone number pop up on your caller ID and you're like, ah, shit, what now? (laughs) You already get on the defensive because this client is the client that just never seems to be pleased. Nothing's good enough for them. And they always want more, but they never want to pay for it. And they're passively, aggressively complaining to you. And you just wish you could tell them to go shove it. Well, the truth of the matter is, is that you created this client. And you're probably like, well, wait, hold on a second, man. What are you talking about? What do you mean I created this client? They're probably an asshole before I even met them. (laughs) Well, you did. And here's why. See, this client most likely was one of your first clients. And you found them in the homeless aisle of clients that kind of stank, but they had a little money to pay. And because you were so desperate and excited to land your first client, you took them on because in your mind, you needed the money and you were just excited to say you had a client. Even though you're actually losing money every month by the time you cater to all of their needs and complaints, 
See, early on, we were so desperate to get that client and get some cash flow into our business that we didn't necessarily see that they were picky or high maintenance or that they complain about everything. We kind of looked at them through rose-colored glasses, if you know what I mean. You know, it's kind of like that first relationship you got into when you were on a really long dry spell and no one had touched you in a while. (laughs) So you got a little interest from a subpar person and you took it because you were just so damn desperate. You overlooked the fact that they were needy and clingy and they definitely needed some lessons on personal hygiene. And you overlooked all of this because they were the first ones to give you some attention in a long time. (laughs) But before too long, you realized that you absolutely needed to get out of this relationship. But you didn't want to break their heart. And let's face it, when the lights were off and the curtains were drawn, the sex really wasn't that bad. (laughs) But once you got up the guts to end it, you felt so much better. You felt a lot less stress and anxiety in your life. And, you know, you weren't single too long before you found that one person that is literally out of your league, but they don't bother you. They're not clingy. And most of all, they appreciate you. Oh, and let's not forget that you now keep the lights on and the curtains open when things are getting freaky. (laughs) We have all experienced our desperate times when it came to relationships. I I had a couple low points in my past, but this is especially true as new business owners too. You know, when, when we're looking for clients to generate some cash flow and grow our business, but we didn't have the portfolio to show that we knew what we were doing and that we were worth the industry standard. We tell ourselves, well, it's better than no clients or less money And I really can't fire them anyway, right? Well, I'm telling you that you can. You may feel that you can't afford to lose not even one client, but chances are this client demands much more time than all the others. And unless that client is paying for that extra time, this is the year to cut those ties. And even if the client pays the same as the rest, the daily stress that comes with dealing with demanding, finicky clients is just not worth it. And you know it's not. You know your life would be better if you just didn't have to deal with them. See, one thing that I learned is that my clients that pay me a lot more actually demand less of my time than the cheap-ass clients who tried to nickel and dime me to begin with. And let's be honest, would you rather have 20 or 30, maybe even 50 low-rate clients who are high-maintenance and constantly having you working, or would you rather just 10 to 15 high-paying clients that are low-maintenance? I know you're shaking your head right now and you're agreeing with me. So here's my advice. Either lay down the ground rules and let them know from now on, any little thing above and beyond your original contract will be charged at normal rates. Because if you start billing them for every little thing that is over and above their contract and you're within your rights to do this, 
you're going to start hearing from them a lot less. I promise you. Because they're cheap. And as soon as they start learning that the more they open their mouth, the more it's going to cost them, they're either going to keep their mouth shut or they'll do you a favor and end it for you. Or you could do the whole Dear John letter thing and let them know that unfortunately your business is growing and you're moving in a different direction and things are changing and you're having to let some clients go. And after much deliberation, you've decided that they're one of those clients. And maybe you can refer them to a couple of your competitors and let them deal with the headache. (laughs) Well, maybe you're just starting out though and you don't have one of those clients yet. And you might be thinking, well, Matt, how how do I avoid getting one of those clients? You know, because I mean, I don't have the confidence to charge what my competitors are charging because I just don't have the experience or the portfolio to back it up. So no one's going to pay me the standard industry going rate, right? Well, there's two ways you can go about this. The first way is you can do a decent amount of work for free to help build up your portfolio and your experience. And the clients that you are doing the work for free, you let them know right off the bat in the beginning that you're going to do this first project for free because it helps you out and it helps you either expand into a new market or it helps you build your portfolio. But however, after this project, if they continue to want to work with you, then they will be charged at the fair industry standard rate with no discounts. And once they agree to that and you do the work, then afterwards, if they continue to work with you, they already know what the arrangement is and what the cost will be. Or you can do it this way. Instead of doing the work for free, you can do it heavily discounted. Again, under the same understanding that you're giving them a steep discount because it's helping you expand into a new market or build your portfolio of work. However, after the first discounted round is over and they decide that they want to continue working with you, then they understand that your rates will be whatever a fair industry standard is with no further steep discounts. See, the key point in both of these approaches is that you set the groundwork and the standards right off the bat before you ever agree to anything. See, everybody knows and understands that every business owner has to start somewhere. But those same people know and understand that as you get better and your business grows, you're going to have to charge more as the quality and effectiveness of your work grows as well. See, me personally, I prefer the free approach if you were to start out, if you can swing it, you know, doing some work for free to build your portfolio. And the reason being is because then those clients aren't assigning any dollar value to what you have provided them. Whereas if you do it for the discounted price, they're associating that discounted price with the service you provided. So it's going to be harder for them in their own minds to pay more for something that they got for X amount. 
But if you do it for free, okay, and then you show them how much your service is worth, you know, like for instance, let's just take photography, for example. You do a portrait for free and you say, hey, I never have photographed uh, families before. And I want to be a family portrait photographer and expand my business in there. The going rate is uh, $195 for a one-hour portrait shoot. And that's what I will be charging. However, until I build my portfolio, I'm going to be doing some shoots for free. So this way I can show that my work and my quality of work is worth it. So I'll go ahead and I'll shoot your family for free. Um, but in the future, when you come back to me, if you want more, it'll just be the standard 195 See, they already know what it's worth. And so they have that dollar amount associated with it. However, if you do it for discounted, and let's say you say, uh, you know, same scenario. Well, the going rate is 195 but I'm going to give you a discount and I'm going to charge you, uh, let's say $75. Okay. I'm going to charge you 75 or I'm going to charge you $95. I'm going to give you a great discount just so I can build my portfolio of work and I can still at least make some money. But moving forward, it's 90, it's a, it's going to be 195. Well, in their mind, they are, they paid $75 for what they got. And if they're cheap, they're not going to pay the 95 because they already feel like I've paid 195. I mean, I'm sorry, I've paid 75 for this service. Whereas if it's for free, they feel like they're getting $195 worth of value and they didn't pay anything, but they know that had they paid, they would have paid $195. Not sure if this makes sense to you, but Either way you choose to approach this, you'll find that the clients that take you up on the free or discounted work, if they're the same people that are picky and needy and cheap, yeah, sure, they'll take advantage of the discounted or the free offer. But nine times out of 10, you're never going to hear from them again because they won't want to pay the full price for the same work that you did for free or discounted. Because you already stated very clearly what it's going to cost them. However, on the same token, the good clients that accepted your proposal to either work for free or discounted, if you did a good job for them and they saw the value in your work, then they will have no problem paying full price for something that they know is valuable to them or their business. And they'll actually appreciate you and the work that you do for them. And they'll also appreciate the fact that they helped you grow. And now you're helping them grow. And these are the best clients because these are the relationships that last for years. But if you're in the situation now where you need to fire one of your clients, then you need to fire one of your clients. <laughs> you're going to feel better. You're going to have less stress. And you're going to be able to put more time into the clients that you love working with. And you'll see that very quickly, you're going to fill that slot with another client that is more than happy to pay your full price. All right. So a couple of things before I go. Number one, 
If you're not currently subscribed on iTunes, Google Play Music, or Stitcher Radio, then go get yourself subscribed. What are you waiting for? Just search Maniac Mentor and you'll see my ugly mug and click the subscribe button. And number two, you're listening to these podcasts and you're getting this motivation and these tips for free. And so now you have a responsibility. Yep, that's right. You have a responsibility to share these with someone who you might think will enjoy them as much as you do. It's called the power of reciprocity. So let's practice that and share up my podcasts. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for me. This was your Maniac Mentor Motivational Minute with your host, Matt Aponte. I am Audi 5000. Have a good day, a good afternoon, a great evening, and a wonderful night. Please be blessed, stay motivated, and most of all, stay focused. Catch you on the flip side. Later. Be sure and visit ManiacMentor.com and follow him on Instagram at ManiacMentor.